0: Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to everyone's favorite show about plastic surgery, health, and beauty. we got an awesome show for you today. First off, Brotox. Men's Botox is surging. We're going to talk about it and and why that might be happening. After that, is COVID striking back? There are more cases. We're going to talk about it. And then finally, Kelly Osborne is denying plastic surgery rumors. That's all coming up right now. Live from Lincoln
1: Center in the heart of the Dallas Metroplex, this is Nip Talks. An honest and uncensored show about plastic surgery, health, beauty, and lifestyle. With your host, plastic surgeon, Dr. Bruce Herman, and your co-host, entrepreneur and social media influencer, Sarah Bennett. Now it's time to discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly of the topics everyone is talking about. It's time for Nip Talk. Nip Talk.
0: welcome back everybody thank you so much for joining us we really do appreciate it please hit that like and subscribe button and leave us a comment we want to hear from you i'm dr herman your host for nip talk and with me as always is the amazing sarah
2: hi doing good today yeah
0: good in the box we got Trevis man what is up hey what's going on trellis someone just told me the other day how much they like you they were saying that I, I like trellis so I, I wish he talked more and i'm like well, I just, <laughs> sometimes i think he gets wrapped up in the producing and maybe you know yeah. Doesn't yeah. always have time to jump in. But they, they, no, really, for real, somebody last week was talking about the show, and they're like, yeah, we really like Trellbis.
1: That's funny. I'll try to chime in a little bit more. How about that?
0: <laughs> you can anytime, man. I mean, I, I I'm you. not getting on to you, but... I got you. Everybody
1: having a good week into summer? Anything yeah.
2: good yeah, plans? It's still pretty hot. Though. It
0: is. Oh, my gosh. I think today was supposed to be 107, right? Or something crazy like that?
2: Yeah. I, for a minute there, it was like in the 90s. I know.
0: I thought summer was over, and I think this is kind of the last summer. In fact, we were thinking about doing the pool this weekend because... After, like, next week, it's going to get down into, like, the 60s and 70s. Right. Yeah. It's supposed to get cold. Well, I, I call that cold, which, I mean, for... I think for, it's supposed to rain, too, next week. Rain? It was raining wow. on the what way when
2: I was driving here. Like, Man, sprinkles. I, we were just,
0: my wife and I were just talking about, like, everything in our yard is dead. Like, we couldn't yeah. keep anything alive this year. I mean, it was my just... My
2: grass is so dead. Yeah. I, I gave I up. I haven't mowed it.
0: I haven't mowed in forever. I, there's no reason to mow dirt. I mean, I, I, I for a while we were trying to you know keep the yard going, but then it just was. I mean, a losing proposition. It was just too it's A waste dessert. of money.
2: Yeah. For the and water. And there was no rain. Anyways.
0: You know, if there'd have been rain and it'd have been hot, it'd have been one thing. But man, it was a dry, hot summer.
2: Yeah. All of my little, some of my bushes are just dead.
0: We even lost, I think, some trees, which kind of sucked because trees are expensive. You know with some like trees that were a few years old and and you know you get busy and you don't think about like I have to water my tree and yeah
2: because it did you plant it
0: yeah well not me personally I I kind of like watched while someone planted it oh well yeah
2: but you had it you had (laughs) I mean I can do work
0: I can do work I'm not like you had it planted yeah I'm not that I just I don't know if I'm like trustworthy enough to properly plant a tree I mean I might mess it up
2: oh my dad used to plant trees like all the time did they live yeah there's (laughs) there are huge trees in my
0: should have got your advice (laughs)
2: yeah yeah, we
0: lost a couple of trees anyway I hate to lose trees because one they're expensive and two you know you put like we had a few years into these trees yeah
2: I have a lot of dead trees in my yard but Um, I didn't plant them they're wild
0: oh they're wild trees yeah Yeah. but
2: they just died
0: I know it's really sad it's been the summer I'm kind of over the summer
2: yeah but then as soon as it gets cold we'll be like oh. i know
0: right i know i always say i'm over summer until like the first time it hits like 40 and i'm like oh my god when's summer coming <laughs> i know but but we are going to do the pool this weekend it's like the last well I, I don't know it depends on how willing you are to tolerate cold water but once the the weather starts dropping and the pool's going to get cold yep so it's kind of the last one before
2: I got a um, a paddle board for my birthday. Like when you Did blow you? up, yeah. And I haven't gotten to use it yet because every weekend I've been like super busy, and I don't want to take Avery on it yet because mm, I haven't yeah. even gotten to. Where do are you gonna go?
0: Like Ray Roberts?
2: Yeah, that or like Lake Louisville. That's the oh, don't go one. Lake
0: Louisville, man. That's
2: I know it's a gross lake. It's, it's gross and dangerous. <laughs> I I grew up
0: on there, so I feel like I can talk. Crap dangerous?
2: About it. Like why? Just uh, from, so many like, boating boats. accident yeah, boating. Oh well, i are not gonna go you. out in the wild. Like in the middle of the lake?
0: No, definitely don't do that. You no. Stay close to shore. Yeah. My wife did paddleboarding. She said she really liked it. I've never done it. Yeah. Have you done it before?
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. That's why I wanted one. But yeah, I haven't gotten to use it. I wanted. I hope. I think I'm just gonna do it this weekend or something. Yeah, try it. Mm. I'm sure
0: you'll do fine. You seem like you have pretty good balance and whatnot. I hope so. Yeah. Just don't get out in the middle of the lake.
2: No. <laughs> I do it over there. But have you? I mean, by the little lake beach, that little elm house oh right yeah, I know used what we're talking to about. a
0: bunch of yeah yeah it's pretty
2: serious. pedestrians around
0: yeah no i water. know exactly what you're talking about in fact we have friends that live over there and we would go out on their boat sometimes and we'd always launch from over there yeah yeah it's fun good times
1: you do lake stuff uh Travis, or no i cannot swim you can't swim <laughs> no <laughs> oh i can. Gosh, I really? am almost definitely afraid of water really okay yeah right. big bodies of water at least yeah yeah it's not for me i hear you yeah, it's yeah. not for me so. i kind
0: of i kind of grew up doing the lake stuff so i always, I always like the lake but and then my wife grew up on the on the uh beach you know well not like on the beach but in a beach town and so she always just to go to the beach and so she kind of like looks down on me because i used to like go to the lake she's like yeah the lake i grows. feel like
2: i just don't understand how you don't know how to swim
1: <laughs> well thanks sarah <laughs> um so... uh, there are people out there i mean because that's like, like,
2: like that's like a survival skill i feel like dang.
1: All right, well. Dude, oh man,
0: she's like questioning your manhood. You I, know know? Know? Like, I, know it. I don't know. It's barely slow.
2: But I mean, I guess fairly your so. family just—you just grew up not doing
1: swimming adventures what actually happened when i was a kid i um i went to hurricane harbor and i went down the slide didn't know it was water this is a long story short i didn't know it was water at the bottom of the slide and then (laughs) when i get to the bottom um i start drowning (laughs) and oh my gosh but it wasn't it was like three feet of water oh she just like stood up the the lifeguard didn't even jump in he was like (laughs) like, dude stand up man what are you doing you're embarrassing yourself (laughs) yes
0: that's got to be traumatized i can (laughs) see why you might avoid the water after that it was terrible
1: (laughs) it was terrible it I'm, was I'm sorry, man. That
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's a good story, but <laughs> it was terrible.
2: Oh man, traumatized.
1: Right. Well, but I, I will learn one day.
0: Yeah, I mean, you might, might as well. I mean, effects. Yeah, yeah, but I can see how if you're not used to it, that it oh, would be I was very definitely scared
2: of the water until I like did it. Like until yeah. I finally was like, okay.
0: Yeah, I've always liked the water. Like growing up next to the lake, I was like, you know, just drawn to it because yeah, you don't have anything else to do. So yeah, but. All right, let's move on to some topics for this week. So, uh, actually, I'm going to have to thank uh, the people at Paired Up. So, Paired Up does uh, social media marketing for me and, and for the show. And uh, they actually pointed out that there was a lot of articles this past week about Brotox.
2: Okay. You guys have
0: heard that term, right, Brotox? <laughs> I've, no. no, I've never. No, you heard. haven't? It's
1: a good term. Man, but... I,
0: always, I always forget, like, what is common. So, Brotox is basically men getting Botox. And, yeah. and and I actually got a really funny story about this uh, before I kind of dive into this. So so uh, Jackie Kostick, who's one of the, the girls, who works paired up and sent me some. Uh, sent me an article about Botox, and so I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna start like looking. So I pulled that one up. So I pulled up this other article uh, and was reading reading it, and it had my name in it. Like it had a quote from oh, me. I saw that
2: on Instagram. Oh, yeah,
0: wow. I posted it because it like blew my mind because yeah. I was like wait i'm quoted in the article i'm reading and it was so funny because i actually had done a interview with huffington post like a year ago about botox and i I guess they just pulled the quotes from that article but it was so long ago that i wasn't you know expecting to see my own name in an article i was reading it was really weird yeah it was kind of cool and also a weird feeling um my daughter was sitting there was like oh my god look look my name's in (laughs) there you are published they know me (laughs) i know you're anyway, okay. all right, so getting back to it. Um, so, there, in, this, in this day and age, there's about 7 million people a year who are getting Botox in mm-hmm. the United States alone. And of those, about, right now, we estimate it's about 500,000 of those, so one out of 14 are, are men. And those numbers are growing. So, I don't know, what do you think about that, Sarah? Like, all right, so you're out on a date and, and maybe you notice like that the guy, maybe they're not. Moving the way they should,
2: like their face.
0: Yeah, like their yeah. well, like the well, you know how people look with Botox, or do you not, I guess do you have do you have friends that get Botox? I know you don't do Botox, right?
2: No, but I'm, I really want to. Do come on, but... I'll hook you up. Okay.
0: Um, but <laughs> so, so what you get is like you get less facial movement. Yeah, and people I've, have like a, yeah, you know,
2: I've seen it like on like TikTok, like they're like one hour after Botox, and they like do all these like.
0: Right, yeah, Facial that's all expressions like, nonsense, and stuff, by the way. and then like
2: yeah. <laughs> a week later,
0: then it's like nothing.
2: Then they. So what do like you think if like it? the
0: guy you went on a date with said that they were getting Botox? I mean, I would probably wouldn't. I mean, nowadays,
2: um, uh, whatever. I don't think I would think it was weird, especially like if I knew, like if I mean, if you can obviously tell that they like take care of themselves.
0: Sure, like they're put together well.
2: Yeah, like and if they're like, yeah, I get um, Botox for like stuff that like you know you have to do it because you're insecure about something you know or just don't want or you're preventing you're just doing, yeah just
0: preventing yeah
2: wrinkles or something because i know that's what i want to do is like i don't want the wrinkles on my forehead to get any bigger right so i need to go
0: yeah i mean do it you do yeah i mean i'm the same i'm in the same boat Trevis, you got any buddies? Any, I mean, non-female friends who have get Botox? Mm. Uh, I personally don't.
2: this probably does get Botox. <laughs> Trevis, you get Botox? I do not. I've oh, never, okay. I've
1: never gotten Botox before. I'm trying to think. I don't know anyone that's gotten Botox um, in my immediate circle. Okay. Mm-mm.
0: Yeah, I don't. I personally don't either. And um, I would say that in my practice, we don't, we don't have a large number of men getting Botox. We have a few. That we do have a few. Um, but every year that percentage goes up um, and and to be fair every year more women get Botox But the percentage of men getting it versus women is slowly Catching kind of up catching up. I mean and, and when I say catching up, it's it's still way way down like it's something 92% of, of Botox is by women. Yeah, but that that small percentage of men each year gets a little little bit well, guys bigger.
2: usually don't. I wonder if um, skin care for men has gone up, too. Of
0: course, it has. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah you're absolutely right that it has. And, like, and, and looking over longer time frames, like over the last 10 years, yeah, absolutely. You know, year to year, it gets just a little bit each time. And so I, I think that the articles recently uh, that came out, um, a lot of, it I think, is due to this whole Barbie surge. You know, we, we were, uh, I think, I don't know if I was, I think I was talking about on an interview, not as much on the show here, but. You know, there there has been this kind of idea that more people are seeking out procedures because of, of the movie Barbie, and so they yeah, were
2: cool.
0: <laughs> they were talking about Ken. Have you seen the Barbie movie? Yeah, two like, yeah, times. Are you Ken enough, right? You know, yeah. I mean, so I mean, the same reason that you know women might see uh, somebody on a movie where it be Barbie or else, when they're very well put together, you know, now they're saying, well, maybe men are seeing you know Ken and and, and thinking, well, I need to to to, to change some things. Um, I would say that probably bigger reasons are more related to things like the Zoom effect. Um, uh, you know, the Zoom effect was whenever the pandemic hit and we were all on Zoom and people were seeing themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and, and th- there were plenty of women and also some men that started to notice things about, about their face that they, they didn't like. Um, the other two things that are big are studies on how... People that look younger in the workforce are more likely to get hired or get promotions. Mm-hmm. You know that's a reason. And then also just flat out ageism. You know there was a big lawsuit with Google yeah. by men about ageism that the that the older men were getting pushed out of positions. Yeah. So well
2: for the longest time it's always been girls that are like you can't get old you can't look old right. and like yeah. men are like and they would embrace their. Their age almost. Yeah, like, one of the
0: articles. Oh, yeah, throw up like those articles get, uh, there. Growing old uh, for a
2: man is manly. By the
0: way, Charles. Yeah, so those are the something. two. The one on the left is the one actually that. So she sent me the one on the right, which is a good article. And then I pulled up this one on the left and then hit, hit that next slide, uh, which was kind of funny. Like, I, just, I had my name in it. I was like, whoa, that's so crazy. Um, that's dope. It was cool, man. It was just kind of really weird. I mean, sometimes I know things are coming out that I, I submitted stuff for and then you're expecting it. But when you're not expecting it, that's kind of. Kind of interesting. Yeah. So just briefly, you know, I think everyone knows what Botox is. I mean, yeah. it, it is a neurotoxin. It's from the botulism uh, uh, toxin that, that they harvest for medical use. Uh, the three places that it works really good for are the glabella, so these frown lines right here, forehead lines right here, and mm-hmm. then smile lines. And, and, and the reason I haven't used it, well, one of the reasons is I just genetically don't have lines, although I'm starting to get one. Let's see, where is it? I think it's right here. Yeah, it's getting there. I may have to start doing the Botox. My my nurse is always getting on to me. She's like, you know, those wrinkles are starting to get a little bit more noticeable, and you may start doing it. Oh my god! I know, like they're so mean to me. Um, but I haven't done it yet. I'm actually my, I mean, and the reason I hadn't really thought about it is just I am genetically blessed with I don't get wrinkles as quickly as a lot of people do, mm-hmm. and so um, yeah, I personally haven't dived down that road yet. Uh, although I have done the laser, and I really love the lasers, which you know lasers do things by different mechanism they use heat to flatten out skin and and improve your skin quality which is completely different than botox but the end result is the same that you're trying to look younger Mm -hmm. um and and i really do like the laser i'm gonna use that thing every year but i haven't personally gone down the botox road but I, i just wanted to kind of talk to guys out there you know if you're if you're thinking about doing botox I do think it works great, and and women that that do it love it. And Even the men that I've done Botox on do really like it, but there is one thing that you have to think about if you're a guy, thinking about having Botox. You don't have to worry about this, and you don't have to worry about getting it here as far as any issues, but your forehead's the one area we have to worry about because the way that a lot of, of injectors do Botox, it does tend to arch the eyebrows up, which I don't know if I can make myself do it, I can't really do it, arch, I can't. Just imagine like arched eyebrows, I can't do it on the spot, I have like stage fright. But that arched eyebrow look that a lot of Botox uh, uh, results give is something that doesn't necessarily look good on men. Like yeah, a lot of like women- Yeah, it's more
2: feminine. Yes,
0: arched eyebrows are definitely a feminine uh, type appearance. And so you have to be careful if you're a guy thinking about getting Botox, that your injector knows what they're doing, to prevent that from happening, and there are like technical ways that you can administer the Botox to keep the eyebrows from arching. In fact, we have plenty of, of girls in the office that that don't like the eyebrow arch for whatever reason, even though it is primarily looked favorably on by women, and they want something that's less of an arch.
2: Yeah, because like personally, like because um, I have RBF really bad.
1: <laughs> no, what is that exactly?
2: Resting B word face. <laughs> Resting bitch
1: face. <laughs> I got So you.
2: like. If I'm just like resting, my face looks like it like looks you look like evil. I'm like, yeah, because like, I, mean, I look like I have like a I have like a big. Like I don't know. I feel like I have to like open my eyes like this to like be happy. Where <laughs> so like people. I, you to know not,
0: I'm gonna tell you Sarah and I would for be for people with,
2: to not like look at me like. I'm Are you a, okay? I'm gonna be
0: honest with you. I have never really thought that you have the RBF.
2: Oh uh, well, people think I do. Really? A lot. I, I don't see it,
1: personally. I mean, I'll call people out there. Travis
2: have it. knows, um, even though
1: he didn't know. Travis, <laughs> I, I must say, when I first met Sarah, I was I was uh, cautious to speak just because I was like, oh, she looked mad. <laughs> she <laughs> really? looked mad. Yeah, I oh. was like, she look a little mad. That's yeah. funny. But Sarah is the sweetest person. The I guess maybe person. like the
0: first time I met you was like in a very social kind of like yeah environment, and so I've a always there huh there was beer there Yeah, there was beer there and so i always remember sarah like as hey we're all having a good time and happy and like there was you know like music and so i i i don't know maybe I, maybe it's that first impression i have to like meet people be like hello <laughs> <What>? hi
2: hello. <laughs> I,
0: I i i don't know I, if you think you have maybe maybe it's time for the botox
2: no i've heard it everywhere it runs in my family
0: you all should of try it out.
2: all of my sisters if we're all sitting there, everybody's. Oh, like, I will did say, did something and, happen?
0: Like, and I'm not like at all picking on you, but I mean, you are starting <laughs> mm-hmm. to have like passive lines. You no, know? they're
2: definitely there, and it gets worse with I, makeup. Yeah. I, whenever I, was, I turned 30, I started noticing the one right here. Yeah,
0: yeah, they they do pop up right around 30, so it's it's about that I was that like, go Sarah. away. <laughs> I mean, not that you have to. You look beautiful yeah, no matter riff. what, but if you wanted to do it.
2: No, I I've already been. It's already been in my mind for a while, yeah. and then. Um, you can, if you're a guy and you're weird about having Botox, you can always just say you have really bad migraines.
0: Right. That's a great, that is a great, great idea, Because that's
2: what, because I used to get migraines really bad and my doctor was like, you can always, I can prescribe you Botox if you want. And at the time I was like in my twenties and I was like, I'm not an old woman. Why do I, (laughs) why do I need Botox?
0: I'm not old. I'm not 30.
2: Yeah. Now I'm like, So, and that's another thing.
0: And I'm glad you brought that up. uh, A lot of like, and I mean a lot of our patients that get Botox who have chronic headaches, whether they be regular headaches or migraines Mm -hmm. will tell me that when their Botox is working they don't have as many headaches yeah yeah so that's a great idea guys if you're you know maybe maybe your friends are mean like like Travis's friends and, <laughs> and they would make fun of you if you went not got Botox so just tell them you have headaches and then you're yeah, off the hook and you headaches. can look good and still not you know lose that man card right. which I personally don't think you lose your man card if you want to use Botox personally I even though I haven't done it myself I think it's totally fine
2: no so, but you know you know how, you know how it is
0: I have a couple guys that come in that are that you probably wouldn't think they would be classic botox users. We have we have some like like oil field type guys. And I don't, I don't know if exactly like oil field, but I'm talking, you know, out al-
2: blue collar type. Yeah, blue
0: collar worker dudes that come in to get some botox, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I mean, it still is mostly women. I mean, but-
2: like if they if guys are, you know, comparing themselves to cel- to celebrities like yeah. women do, I mean,
0: because you know the celebrity dudes yeah, who get those Botox. Guys, those well, guys are getting Botox. Those guys are getting Botox Yeah, lots and of them are. Fillers. Or lasers or whatever, yeah. Yeah. So guys, don't be afraid to look young. There is nothing wrong with that. Mm. <laughs> facts. So, facts. All right, well, let me know. If you are a guy that used Botox, let me know what your thoughts are on it. What is your experience? Or if you're a, a girl that wants to get their boyfriend or husband to use Botox, let us know. Maybe we can give them some good ideas of how that can happen.
2: Make it so, a date.
0: That's right. All right, let's move on to... Another story that hit the news in the past couple of weeks, and I don't know. Have you guys have you guys heard about COVID making a comeback? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I have too. You know. Uh, all right, I want you guys to d- check out my graphic here. What do you think? Like, <laughs> yes. Do, do you recognize it? I approve. Yes.
1: Yeah. Is it Star Wars?
2: Yeah,
0: it's the Empire Strikes. <laughs> Empire Strikes. <laughs> <laughs> Star
2: Trek. COVID stri-
0: no, Star Wars. <laughs> oh my gosh, Star
2: Wars. I'm just joking.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, so there has been a lot of. News articles popping up lately about COVID kind of coming back, and and I, I have to ask you guys, like a month or two ago,
2: did you guys even think about COVID at all? Like I stopped thinking about COVID as like as soon as <laughs> the bans were lifted. Off, <laughs> yeah. I stopped, like. So I, I think
0: a lot of people around here are in the same boat as you. But I mean, I I mean, being medical, I, I have you know keep,
2: it, yeah, it changed keep tabs on much. it, you know,
0: a little bit more because of just the regulations and stuff. But but really, I would say that you know six weeks ago a couple months ago i hadn't heard anything about covid and for good reason the cases were at the lowest they have ever been since pre-pandemic times mm. and so um then suddenly like in the past month or so started seeing some articles pop up about covid numbers starting to rise so i wanted to do a little segment on it to see okay is this like really a big thing or is it just the fact that you know summer's ending and and people are getting out more because it's been so hot mm-hmm. you know and i think that does play into it i I, I know that everywhere is not Texas, but I mean, I think the summer has been pretty hard everywhere across the United States. And I don't think people did as much this summer. And that, that might have played into why it's the been numbers were really down. rough. It was rough. So a couple months ago, so early summer, we were down to about 6,000 hospital admissions per week for COVID. Uh, which is pretty low in comparison to a year ago when it was uh, 45,000, mm-hmm. and and way way down from the height of the pandemic when it was 160,000. Drastic
2: numbers. There. Oh yeah,
0: the numbers were insane at one point. I mean, there was just a huge issue with hospitalizations for COVID, and so getting down to 6,000 for the whole United States, and this is per week. Okay, this is a week time frame, so you're like looking at less than a thousand per day. That's pretty, pretty low. Mm. Um, and so we have kind of geared more now looking at the hospitalizations versus total cases. Cause as you guys may or may not know, the, the CDC no longer requires states to submit case numbers for, mm-hmm. for COVID, but they are, still, they are still tracking the hospitalizations. And, and the other thing that they are looking at uh, these days is wastewater. Which when i first heard that i was like what what in the world are they even talking about but they can actually look at the wastewater and detect covid in the wastewater from like sewage oh and they're that actually makes
2: sense.
0: yeah it does i mean it's a pretty pretty cool technology actually and so they can actually get a a, a somewhat idea of how cases are trending based on the numbers they're getting back from testing of the wastewater so as i said a couple months ago we were at 6,000 hospital admissions per week in the united states And the last week that they have data, which was actually a couple weeks ago, so end of August, they were up to 18,000 per week. Now, that sounds like a pretty big jump, and it is. It's three times the the number. Um, But compared to a year ago when it was 45,000 a week, we're still you know, less less than half, about, yeah. what is that, a third, I guess?
2: And of, this is all from just, like, another strain of COVID? Yeah,
0: and so that's exactly right. So, uh, you know, it, it's gotten with the COVID variations and mutations that, I mean, even I'm like, okay, wait, what, what variant are we on now? But the variant that's hitting the United States the most right now is Omicron. Um, and now they have, like, different sub-variants of Omicron. So the two in the United States right now are... EG.5, which is called Eris, and BA.286, excuse me, which is called Parola, which until I looked those up, I had no idea. I just, I hadn't heard that. They really Om-
2: make them hard to memorize.
0: Yeah, they don't make them easy. It's something <laughs> to do with like the specific, you know, proteins they look at to identify yeah. them as to where they get these names. I mean, I guess the, the biggest thing is that Omicron is still kind of the, the big mm-hmm. one, which, You know, Omicron was better because even though it was a little bit more infectious, people weren't getting as sick. And we are still seeing that. So there is a slight uptick in the number of COVID deaths Mm -hmm. that are are happening, Um, but it's, it's just a minor difference. And of the hospitalizations of people coming in, the number of people that require, like, an ICU is only five percent right now yeah according this is all according to CDC there's CDC numbers I'm not making these up i I looked up both CDC and um, well mostly the CDC numbers of, of what they're what they're saying is out there right now so what does all this mean I mean you know to me it just means that there is a slight uptick in the cases and you know I I, I, I nor anyone is not saying that anyone needs to you know panic. I mean, it's very common that as summer ends, that communicable diseases do pick up. I mean, flu season starts in September, right? Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of people, myself included, have always thought that, you know, COVID's kind of going to settle into this thing where it's almost like the flu every year, where it's going to be seasonal. And and it's still too early to say that for sure that's going to happen. But I mean, it does kind of look like that might be the case. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, and of course, you know, as far as people who have concerns, what to do? I mean, it's all the same stuff that we went over before. If you have concerns, wash your hands, stay away from people that are sick. If you have if you have big concerns, you know, use masks to help protect yourself. Yeah. And then of course, the uh you know, the vaccines are still out there. I I haven't Really follow like the different sub-variants. because every time a new COVID variant comes out, they tinker with the vaccines to try to. Yeah, I
2: haven't gotten a vaccine since it. I haven't since gotten you had to like show a card. Yeah. To like get I, get in places. Yeah, I
0: haven't gotten. I think I got. I can't remember if I got one or. I know I got two vaccines. I think I got one or two boosters. Hmm. But I it, for me, and this is me personally. I, I'm always like always. I'm kind of like in the middle of this debate of you know because there's a huge debate about the vaccines now or you know. Some people think that they cause these problems, which really hadn't panned out in the, in the research, but yeah. to each their own. But yeah, for me personally, I mean, the, the fact that the efficacy, meaning how good the vaccines are has gone down and the fact that how, how virulent the disease, like the virulence of it has also gone yeah. down, meaning it's, people aren't like, just like the, the whole thing about people aren't going to the ICU as much. right? Because a lot of people have immunity, not pure immunity, but if you catch COVID you're less likely to get as sick the next time, just just like thing as mm-hmm. Vaccine, yeah. So me, I haven't really been keeping up with the boosters. Me either. Yeah. You yeah. know what's
2: really scared me? That's not what's up. COVID. Have you heard of that like amoeba? Are
0: you vaccine? talking about uh, the negligia, phalaria, like the brain eating amoeba? Uh huh.
2: <laughs> and they said it because we were talking about <laughs> yeah. the lake, and they were talking yeah, about yeah, right. How yeah, that's how people get it. Sometimes warm it gets
0: up in the nose and then into the your brain. lake water. Yeah, that's so okay. Uh, have we never?
2: we have never talked about this well, okay
0: we'll have to talk about it. so i mean because they
2: posted about it online well yeah the
0: brain they call it the, like
2: a big like a big um like news source like bbc yeah. or something you know it,
0: they call it the brain eating amoeba uh because it, it it tends to get in through nasal passages and it gets up into your brain and when you get this uh amoeba like it's really really bad i mean you can absolutely die from yeah. it but fortunately it's pretty rare i mean yeah like it's it's so rare that if somebody dies from it, it ends up kind of being a news story. It was.
2: There was somebody that died yeah. recently from
0: it. and That's what it was. Yeah, I, I mean, remember, it happens. I mean,
2: I swear. Remember when I was in high school? Remember, have you ever been to Burgers Lake? No.
0: It's near Fort Worth. I haven't been that It's one. like this little body. I've been slumming like it on Lake Lewisville.
2: <laughs> it's, it's not even a lake. It's literally like a pond that's <laughs> it's spring. Like, a, like, a it's, like spring, it's like a spring. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, like it's like a spring-fed pond. Right. And they turned it into like a It turned into they turned it into like a little, like water park pretty much oh, really? like a country fied water park anyways i used to go there all the time when i was a kid uh-huh. and then um they've somebody died from an amoeba there really mm-hmm. a long time ago all
0: right I, I, by sarah's request we have a topic for next week we'll talk about the <laughs> brain eating <laughs> amoeba
2: scary that's why i'm like oh maybe i don't want to go to the lake
0: <laughs> yeah i mean it's one of those things where I, I don't mean... want to
2: take avery because i thought about taking her there before <laughs> it got too cold and they were like don't it happens mostly like in like the shallow areas and that's where avery plays is in the sand with the water
0: i think realistically your chances are much higher to get struck by lightning but i'll look into that
2: okay
0: i know it's pretty rare yeah i remember when med school you they everyone talked about the brain and amoeba and then you know they're not and you'd hear a story about oh my god I, i learned about that in med school not that I would really know what to do if somebody had it, I'd, I'd have to like go Google it because I don't remember what the treatment is. It's probably, it's honestly probably metronidazole, or uh, there are some anti. Um,
2: Apparently, by the time you know you have it,
0: parasitical, it's, you're
2: done for. I don't know if that's true because the or not. symptoms are so. Yeah, i to have to look it up. Um,
0: I've never personally treated a patient that's had normal. it. I've treated some really rare stuff over the years. I've never, I've never even, to my knowledge, been in a hospital that's had a patient with it. That's kind of that Well, hurt. that's better. All right, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up for you, though, sir. I don't want you to r- run your life scared. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you want to jump into a dirty pond, I feel like you should do oh, it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to have to worry about your brain. Yeah, no mean. more
2: dirty <laughs> pond jumping for me. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Done. All right.
0: But, yeah, COVID, sorry. We kind of got sidetracked. Although, honestly, the brain-needed amoeba at, at this point is more interesting to me than COVID. But, uh, Duh, but yeah, so <laughs> just, just so everybody's aware, COVID cases are up. You know, take precautions as you see fit. Please don't panic. You know, the okay. CDC is keeping an eye on it, and, you know, numbers are up a bit, so just take precautions. Very good. All right, moving on to, you guys remember Kelly Osborne from yeah. the Osborne show? Mm-hmm. She's been yeah. out of the limelight for a few years. I, I didn't really even notice that she wasn't around, which I don't, I don't mean that in a bad way. I, I'm not the best at keeping up with
2: yeah she did a lot of stuff for e and her that entertainment she did news stuff, yeah she was kind like of a, in radio silence a for person.
0: a few years and um she kind of popped back up in the news this past week uh because the um the osborne's video podcast is coming back
2: holy crap that's her
0: yeah that's her right Damn. see exactly all right so
2: who is she
0: Exactly right. So just as Sarah is stupefied by the new appearance of Kelly Osborne, so was the interwebs. And, of course, this spawned a bunch of rumors of her having plastic surgery, which she was uh, denying on uh, some interview that she had. I can't remember if it was people in
2: Like, I already know that. I would say it was weight, but she's already lost a bunch of weight, and we already know what she looks like.
0: Boom. So that's it. So she did in 2020 have uh, weight loss surgery. She had a gastric sleeve. And she lost, apparently, 85 pounds.
2: Yeah, and, like, uh, she looks great. but She does look
0: great. She looks good. But she was and, – and, and for her, though, that's a lot because she's only 5'2". I mean, if you're, like, 6'4 and you lose 85 pounds, I mean, you're going to notice it. But when you're 5'2 and you lose 85 pounds, like, that is an enormous change. But, yeah. And so because of that – and this is all for her in this interview – she said that she lost 85 pounds and she started to feel, you know, good about herself. She started taking care of herself and doing the things to kind of – you know keep herself looking fresh and it really did change her appearance she she looks way different and so people were asking her if she had plastic surgery which she was denying and she did admit and, and it's obvious i think in that picture she's had some injectables done you know maybe she's had you know some laser treatments i mean her skin looks a little bit different her lips look more defined so yeah i mean it's to, to me it's pretty obvious that she's had some non-surgical things done, but I mean, that's not plastic surgery. So her, you know, de- denial of plastic surgery, I think is very, very fair.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and so it kind of brought up a question about, is it common for people who have massive weight loss to have surgery? Um, have we ever talked about that?
2: Like, Maybe it, touched. what do you mean? Like so, surgery? Like, well, I mean, so stomach,
0: well, when people do these weight loss surgeries, such as gastric sleeve, they, they do tend to be very effective. And so people lose significant amounts of weight. And as you guys, I would assume, are aware, when you lose weight, it does have effects to your body. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the same principle with, with pregnancy and why women who are done with pregnancy are high uh, have a higher uh, chance of seeking out plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. That actually does hold true with people that have had weight loss after weight loss surgery. In fact, there was a study that I was looking at just just this week that said after the patients lose their weight from a weight loss procedure, up to 90%, so nine out of 10 people, consider seeking out plastic surgery.
2: Yeah, because of like the extra skin. Yeah, that's
0: exactly right, yeah. Due to changes in their body from, from skin. And so, you know, when I'd heard that she'd had weight loss and people were talking about plastic surgery, I was like, oh, well, that sounds completely reasonable that she might've done it. And like she said she didn't. Tummy
2: tucks and stuff.
0: Yeah, so that's actually, you're exactly right. So the number one surgery that people get after significant weight loss is abdominoplasty mm-hmm. or tummy tuck. And, and that makes sense because, you know, a lot of people do tend to hold extra weight in the abdomen area. And when you lose that mass amount of weight, it is centered mostly in the abdomen for a lot of people. And then everything just kind of collapses and the skin doesn't look great. And sometimes there's enough redundancy of skin that it starts to affect how your clothes fit. Yeah. And so not surprisingly, plasty is extremely popular. And, and, and honestly, I would say of my patients, and I do a ton of tummy tucks. I mean, I average about one a week, usually when we're in our busy season, sometimes more than that. Uh, and I would say half of them are probably a little over half are women that are done having kids, but a significant proportion are people who have had weight loss surgeries. Yeah. Yeah, we see lots of those people. The other thing that are really popular, especially for women, are breast lift plus or minus implants. Yeah. You know, you get women who are used to having larger breasts when they were heavier, and then they lose the weight, and suddenly the breasts are gone. And they're really, you know, if you never had them, then. People, I guess, don't know what they're missing. They don't think about it as much, yeah. but when, when your breasts were larger and you could fill out your clothes and your dresses and your bathing suits, people kind of miss that. The other two things that are uh, somewhat common are arm lifts where people get the hanging skin. Um, I really do like those surgeries because they're pretty dramatic as far as the, the results and they're, they're pretty reliable. I, I do those pretty commonly actually. Uh, and then lastly your thigh lifts where people take up loose skin on their thighs. That's a little less common. I think of all of like the body contouring, I probably do the least amount of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are people that get enough loose skin on their inner thighs that it becomes hard to wear shorts, or they just are so self-conscious about it yeah. that they'll seek out those body contour We call them body contouring, which body contouring is just a kind of a wastebasket term for anything you, where
2: you're. Do you do like that for people's butts, but not like it, a it's harder. not like a not Brazilian, like a BBO. Yeah, yeah. but it's like.
0: You can so it, so they call that a belt lipectomy where you're basically going 360 degrees around like so you're mm-hmm. taking the skin off the front and the back. So I, I quit doing the belt lipectomy as one surgery, but I'll do this too. Like okay. if you do it all at one surgery, it's pretty morbid and it's got a fair amount of complication rate. And I know as the older I've gotten in my practice, I just have less tolerance for risk. I mean, I just I'm just not afraid to tell people no at this point if they yeah. want too much. And so. Uh, I, I don't know how many years back it was, I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna do those all at once anymore. So, unfortunately, there's not a ton of people that need that extreme mm-hmm. amount of lifting, but there are out there. And so, yeah, we, I occasionally will do tummy tuck on somebody let them heal and then come back and finish the backside. And it can help out, you know. And, and what I was gonna mention about these surgeries, I mean, they, they're not risky in that people get sick from them, uh, but I will say that they are harder to get that perfect aesthetic result just due to the fact that people have lost all the weight and their tissues are stretched out. Yeah, You know, if you get a girl who had a pregnancy where they just didn't get totally kind of wrecked from it, I mean, you can make them look 18 again. I mean, that's totally doable. But when people lose 150 pounds, there are changes that, even though you can make it dramatically, dramatic better, and, and the patients are very happy, it can be hard to make it look perfect.
2: Yeah, um, I could see that.
0: Yeah. But I do like doing them because, you know, honestly, the patients I think, for the most part, that have lost these massive amounts of weight are very realistic. You know, they, I mean, they'll flat out, they'll come out and say most of the time, like, I understand it's not going to be perfect. I just want to get better She's, than yeah, this.
2: Yeah, they're just tired of seeing yeah. it, probably, because they're like, I lost all this weight and I'm, right. st- and I'm now, stuck with this thing I yes. can't get rid of. Yeah. And so,
0: yeah, yeah I, I'm, I love treating those patients because uh, I think across the board, they're all very satisfied with the things they do. And and once again, I don't do a lot of crazy stuff and I'm pretty conservative as far as not pushing the envelope on risk. So, you know, we have good outcomes. And yeah, I think in general, people really do appreciate the body contouring surgeries. They're, they're, They're very popular right now because there's still a lot of those weight loss procedures that are happening. Yeah. So, interesting stuff. All right. I think that might be all the time we have today, but I am very excited that Sarah's got a topic all queued up for me for next week the brain-eating amoeba i am gonna i have to look it up i don't remember all the details yeah Maybe, excited about i'm it gonna too. i wonder if i can get some of the amoeba like in a jar and bring it in to show you guys is it safe i don't know oh, no. i don't even know <laughs> if you can he's, he's like Oops, sorry no. <laughs> i'm gonna look and see if i can bring some in for sure. smell like, it watch your. <laughs> Whoa. i'm gonna bring
2: nose plug that's right we're gonna be
0: in hazmat season oh, God. all right brain-eating amoebas coming up next week Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please leave us a like and a subscription and leave us a comment. We want to hear from you. See you next week on Nip Talk.